0: What is up, everybody? Thank you uh, for tuning into the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. We're really excited about this new podcast. It's really designed to to just be very casual, just a couple of leaders at Fathom talking faith, talking life, talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on between Monday through Saturday, not just on Sunday. So uh, tune in, listen to the conversation, open your heart, and pray that, that this really helps.
1: Welcome, welcome this is fathom beyond sunday where we engage in conversation that helps you go deeper in your walk with god after sunday and throughout your week today we have pastor kyle nelson hey everybody and myself jackie Covell, the community director here at fathom church and we are excited for what god is going to talk about today for what he has to us to talk about today um Lots and lots going on today is election day.
0: Yeah, it is election day. It's also just a few days after Halloween, so um, <laughs> you you brought the drinks and I brought leftover Halloween candy. Yep. And, um, and your I- your candy of of choice. And I just put two choices on the table was <laughs> Snickers. Yes. And and so I I have the Skittles, which I'm g- not going to eat. I'm not going to mess with them. But what what's your favorite candy? Just to f- talk randomness for a moment. Oh my
1: gracious, my favorite candy. Yeah,
0: like. The goat oh, of candies.
1: I don't know. I anything chocolate and caramel. Anything yeah. chocolate and caramel. So yeah.
0: I like the I like the caramel touch too.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm not I'm not picky like anything. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a discriminator of of chocolates. Yeah, you exactly. Know? I'm not a huge dark chocolate. Taryn's a big dark chocolate fan, and she hates white chocolate. But right. I really like white chocolate.
1: Yeah, the more sweet.
0: Yeah, chocolate snobs look down on people like me that like white chocolate. <laughs> they just, they're, they're like, how I, unsophisticated of you.
1: <laughs> I don't really enjoy white chocolate that much. It's so much. sweet. It is. It's it's just like, it's yeah. like sugar. sugar milk. Yeah. You know, but exactly. but at the same time, like, I'm I'm not looking down on you for it. I'm yeah. like, I get it, you know. Yeah,
0: not a snob. Thank <laughs>
1: exactly. You, you know, Thank you. but I'll, I'll take all the
0: chocolate. All so. you chocolate snobs <laughs> out there, don't judge me. <laughs>
1: Well, Taryn's also super healthy, so she's going for healthy chocolate. I'm like, I want all the chocolate. Healthy, unhealthy, all of it.
0: So so I've got plenty of leftover candy if anybody wants to swing by and grab a few (laughs) (laughs) few sticks.
1: I'm sure the boys will be like, no, no, get away from my candy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: we end up dumping it out pretty soon here.
1: Exactly. You can't eat all the candy you get from no, Halloween. No. No.
0: Well, indeed. I'm glad
1: that they were able to get some.
0: Yeah, but we're, we're off that and now we're on the cusp of knowing who our next president is, which kind of I think led up to what you want to talk about today.
1: Yes. Yeah, so so Sunday was was pretty amazing and you know, I feel like it covered what it needed to cover. In a in a really good light, um, if you want to talk about that for a second and give us a brief
0: yeah, just overview, quick um, recap um, <laughs> is just to answer the question: Is this the end? This year has just felt like you know, and we've all kind of looked at things like why is there an earthquake? There's never been an earthquake in there. There's an earthquake in Utah, like yeah, in Puerto Rico. R- in Puerto Rico, there's multiple earthquakes. Like this is weird. Like more hurricanes than what we've ever had before, and you know, um, just all the unrest in our country, in particular. Mm-hmm. But then we see it on the news of elsewhere. Yeah. And people have asked that question: Is this the end? And so, kind of wanted to take a little bit of a uh, a journey to to get us to to answer answer that um, by just uh, looking at the um, you know old Old Testament kind of view on end times theology. I think really yeah. helps bring some things into clarity of how we're those first century Jews really thinking about it um, is is helpful. And so, yeah, and and really, I just really taught through what is called inaugurated eschatology, which is the kingdom of God has begun already, yet it's not fully realized. Um, We're we're living out that kingdom. We're living out the end times have begun already. Mm -hmm. We're actually living in them. So when we've heard our entire life, we're living in the end times. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and they've been saying that since since Jesus, because of what um, Acts chapter two and, and Hebrews chapter one say. And um, anyway, so I won't go too far into it, yeah. but that's kind of where where we we launched from on Sunday yeah. and, and spent some time. And and I think ultimately just uh, reminding ourselves that that type of understanding impacts the way we think and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, that Jesus is on the throne. And he is reigning over all. And that image that from Daniel chapter 7 is like just huge, just to remember that. Daniel chapter one, um, 7, one, verses 1 through 14, that the Son of Man is is the one who's been given authority and dominion, and, mm-hmm. and kingdoms are going to rise and fall. Right. Presidents are going to come and go. Um, parties will come and go. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, all, all these things, um, but the kingdom of God will reign forever.
1: Yes. And remember, it's not, um, our view on eschatology, our vi- our, our view is not binding. There is no salvation issue in that. Yeah. And so yeah. if you agree or disagree, yeah. it's not. You know, it's not the end of the That's world. That's kind of it's where I started <laughs> my, my first kind yep. of point with
0: that on Sunday was we don't think this should be distracting or divisive. It's in, yep. important for us to study it. It's important for us to talk about it. But
1: exactly. So if you're starting in on this and you're like, "Oh man, I I can't even listen to this," I totally disagree. Know yeah. that that go, is go back and listen to the message. Yes, yeah. listen yeah. to the message yeah. and just um, take it for what it is. You know, we're not mm-hmm. trying to be divisive, and but we do believe that it is a very important topic to talk about. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. So if you haven't listened to the message. It was amazing. Um, and this is where that kind of thought process started. Yeah. The, these it impacts thoughts. the
0: way you think and yes. feel.
1: Yep. And so today we want to talk about um, how we find peace in the chaos that is around us. I feel like most of us are feeling a little bit of that, like, oh my goodness, this, everybody feels like this is the election that's going to end all elections and, you know, it's the this is the biggest election, which... I feel like every election feels that way. Yeah. I, I mentioned that
0: on Sunday <laughs> yes. and and that's not to discredit the importance because no, this one's important. All. And they're all important. They're <laughs> she, all important. Exactly. Right.
1: And so, um, and then with COVID being on top of that and yeah. just everything happening in the world right now, yeah. I feel like we all kind of need to see how we can have peace yeah. in the middle of what seems like one of the most chaotic years since I've been alive. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we kind of ended on Sunday of of this should change the way we think and feel. Just reminding ourselves of that, of exalted Jesus, you know, on the throne and that he's overall. And regardless of our outcome tonight, uh, as we're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, it's already happened. Mm -hmm. Well, we might not know for weeks. Who knows, right? Right. So um, (laughs) we're going to see, but... Um yeah, how do we how do we find peace in the middle of, of just the chaos of this world, right?
1: Yeah, how do we find peace in the storm?
0: Yeah, well I I started thinking through this and I did something that I've never done on this podcast, which is write some things down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which so, for Kyle means he's got a sermon for you. Yeah, and so
0: I told Jackie I'm like you you're just going to have to make sure I don't turn this <laughs> into like a full <laughs> teaching thing, but it it so I, I just kind of jotted some thoughts down, and I went to the place, The first thing I wrote down is what you usually ask me right after you ask a question, which you'll ask me the question, and then you'll say, "But first, we got to define what is peace." Like, <laughs> thank you. That's that's exactly how you'd handle that. And so I that I that's where I went first. I'm like, "How is this going to come out?" You know. So
1: how do we define peace?
0: <laughs> so what what's peace? I uh and then and then what came to mind? I'm just gonna. This is my nope, train of good. thought. Here's go, how it came, how it came out. This isn't long preparation. Just I thought about um, right before we were getting to to start the church. There's this lady who started coming, and um, and she she had her issues like we we all do. And and um, I remember after service one day. I think we hadn't even launched the church officially yet. But mm-hmm. she just stayed after, and she was just processing with Taryn and I um, what she's going through. And and, and she said. Um, she goes, you know, I, I just, I can't find peace anywhere in the world. She's like, I do feel peace here, she said, but I can't find peace anywhere at home or anything. She said, the only place that I can find peace is to go to the strip club because no one bothers me and no one talks to me at the strip club. Um, so for her, right, what is peace? For her, uh, peace was nobody talking to her, nobody bothering her. Like that was her definition of peace, like just...
1: Oh wow! Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, that, there's some things that like I'll never probably hear that again in my life. You know, and that's one of those. I hope not. You know, so, or or some you know might define peace as like when the kids aren't fighting like fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I always think about like, we're getting ready to go on the Christmas lights and go see Christmas lights and everybody's so happy yeah. and so excited. But then we get in the car and we get stuck in traffic and it's over and like, I'm going to turn this car around if you slap your sister one more time. And and it's, and it's just like the ca- like the chaos um, mm-hmm. and, and everybody's looking for it. And so I, I think when we begin to really look, okay, what is peace first? We got to kind of discern, what's external peace and, mm-hmm. and, and internal peace. Um, and, and, you know, really our external peace is really what most of us think about, you know? Um, and I think the, the nature of your question is internal peace. Yes. Which is where I want to go. But I think we've got to deal with the external um, piece a little bit and really external peace, is just like everything's, you know, um, going well and people are getting along and right. There's mm-hmm. not chaos in the streets and chaos in the home and unrest in the home. Um, an internal peace just from a Christian perspective being based off our relationship with Christ. But the first two scriptures that come to mind, like with this, and there's a lot of scriptures we could, what comes to your mind? Like just actually before I, what what oh. scriptures come to mind when, when we talk about peace? Uh,
1: the peace that passes all understanding. Yeah, that, That's a big one. <laughs> that's, yeah. Um, What's the other one? There's another one that I was thinking of, and now it's yeah. gone as quickly as I, it came.
0: I'll tell you the two that came to my mind and, and have for a long time when anybody brings up peace, because without study, it, it's, it's kind of confusing. Well, like Luke chapter 2, which is the royal pronouncement of the angel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Come, come up on Christmas time, what's the angel say? Peace on earth, goodwill yes. to men, on whom his favor rests, peace on, uh, to, to whom his favor rests. So peace on earth, here comes Jesus. Yes. Like all is going to be made right um, in in the world. And then the other one I think about is, um, I think it's in in Matthew um, 10 or Matthew 14 or something like that. And Jesus says, I didn't come to bring peace. Yeah. So... What you gonna do with that? <laughs> you know, he he said, and not only that, he said, I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. Yes. So here's a royal pronouncement. Luke two, Jesus yep. shows up. Um, peace on earth. The Messiah is here, and then just a few chapters later, different different gospel in Luke chapter ten. Um, you know, yes. I didn't. I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. And so, I, what I, as I begin to think about those, I think one's talking about internal peace, mm-hmm. and one's talking about external peace. Yes. Yes. And so, Matthew chapter ten, Jesus says, "I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword." He's talking about external peace.
1: Yep. Absolutely. He, he's
0: talking about the cost of following Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's talking to his disciples about just the attitude that they're going to have to walk through in this life that to follow him, it's going to bring division. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna divide people. Like I I talk to people all the time, just in their own families, Mm -hmm. you know, they just hold very different values from the rest of their family as they've become a Christian Yep. and there's a rub on that and there's division and they're not as close as they used to be, you know, and there's just, it's real. It's, it's, it's Mm -hmm. real um
1: well and that reminds me of when um jesus talks about you know oh my mother's and brother who are my mother and brother they are they're the people who are sitting in this room yeah you know because
0: yeah for, for sure i mean the truth is just divisive in in many ways and i think that's what jesus is, is saying like people aren't going to understand your devotion to me they're not going to understand that They're not going to agree with your theology um and at times i mean we look at at how many martyrs there have been since the day of jesus mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's saying that ain't going away. No. External peace isn't going to just be there because I just because I, I showed up. In fact, it, it, you, you better be ready because it, it's going to divide. I mean, the idea of, of sword is is very much yes. talking about that. Um, but then I think that other one um, is, is talking about an internal peace. An in, absolutely. An internal peace. And even before I get into that, even I was listening to a, a message by uh, Pete Scizero earlier today, mm-hmm. um, and he was talking about he was teaching on Matthew 13, okay. with um, Jesus's parable on the wheat and the weeds. Okay, uh, Matthew 13, the parable of the wheat and the weeds. You can you can look it up and read it, but in it, it's it's a it's a little bit of a troubling text because Jesus essentially is saying. You know the the wheat are those who are like real Christians, right? And like mm-hmm. those are those who will not be burned up, but who will be called up right at the end of days. And the the weeds are those who um, have been the weeds have been planted by the devil himself, mm-hmm. and and God's going to separate them at the end of the time. And there's just there's a lot to this text, but essentially you begin to work through it. You know the Jesus's parables are about his kingdom, and he's saying there's going to be weeds all in there. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, before I get into the internal peace, we think, "Yeah, there's there's external peace, or there, I'm not going to get external peace in this world, but in the church, right? That's where we're going to find that in inter- that that external peace, right? We're just going to be one big happy family. We're always going to get <laughs> along, right? And this message, like, we really confronted that, this text, um, yes. this parable of Jesus, because, like, no, there's actually going to be a bunch of weeds in there.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Um yes. And it's not up to you to judge. And nope. you're, you're going to have to learn to walk this out in such a way and trust God that he he's going to separate the wheat and the weeds, not us. Um. Mm-hmm. And so his message, you can look it up, It's good. I don't want to get in there. But I just thought that was important because a lot of us, we do think, Oh, but in the church, right? It's where it's all perfect, and anybody who's been around the church for you know, I was find out say, it's not.
1: Have you, if you've ever been, you know?
0: Yeah, there's just a lot of idealism of the early church, and yep, not a lot of reading of scripture, which <laughs> tells you that it was not ideal. Yep, you know, so oh,
1: and and ideology, and you know what. One interpret one interprets, the other interprets differently and it's there's so much back and forth in the church that Mm -hmm. it's and if we if we hold too tightly to the non essentials, you know, then then we cause chaos Mm -hmm. in the church, whether we like it or not. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. So then switching our attention to what I think the heart of the question is, which is internal peace. Yeah. And I think that's what Luke chapter two, the royal pronouncement from the angel is, yes is talking about internal peace and it's talking about salvation. Like that's where real peace comes from. Peace with yep. God. And, and without that, like we do not know genuine peace mm-hmm. period. Amen. Like we, we don't, um, non-believers, I believe experience things they believe are genuine peace, but it's, it's fleeting mm-hmm. because the only peace that's eternal is the peace that Jesus gave us um, by giving his life and making a way for salvation. That's the division. That was the greatest divide is between yep. us and our communion with God. And that was only made possible through the peace that Jesus did bring on whom his favor rests um, yeah. is, is those that are given and receive that faith and walk in that faith um that Jesus Christ is who he said he was and and so that's the that's the foundation of it that's the the basis of that that internal peace that the scriptures tell us Jesus is the prince of peace yes you know this and, and so i would just start by saying this is what jesus desires for his believers that it's not based off of external you circumstances. know circumstances yeah external circumstances but it's based off of um an inward reality yes of what Jesus accomplished for us and what he is still accomplishing for us mm-hmm. and what he is preparing for us absolutely um and just keeping that in view is is the foundation yes you know before we really get into internal peace so yeah <laughs>
1: well that was a very good definition
0: <laughs> sorry i spent like that much time on internal internal peace we can talk about internal peace the rest of the time but i, I felt like we need to kind of get there to kind of flesh yeah. some of that out
1: absolutely um that is i mean that's the heart of it that is really what what peace when when we see the the talks about when god says you know i'm going to give you that peace that passes all understanding yeah. it's not it's not your world is going to stop moving mm-hmm. you know you're not going to be able to sit in silence You know, your kids are not going to stop fighting. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, you're, you're going to be, you're going to feel the rest of God when you trust in God Mm -hmm. in the midst of all of the chaos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because then we really get to know that piece that passes understanding because it literally doesn't make sense.
1: It doesn't make sense.
0: Um Man, we were just, we were just talking about a family who, who lost a child full term. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, there was a heartbeat on Friday and Monday morning. There was no heartbeat. It was the first funeral I ever preached. We were talking about funerals and, and, um, you know, you, you can't describe these things. We can't describe this type of pain in these moments, these very dark nights and chaos of our world, um, brokenness and fallenness that we live in, in this, fallen world um but then in moments like i sat at, at that funeral and 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 see this couple just like lift their hands in worship to the song it is well yes. you know i mean at, at a funeral i mean that just don't make no sense just to say no. it in like good old southern language that just don't make <laughs> no sense it, and um you know is there a, a turmoil, is there a chaos, is there pain, is there grief that they have had to walk through for for the past years? Of course. Of mm-hmm. course. Um, but our relationship with God affords us that peace when we reach out and remind ourselves of his faithfulness and remind ourselves um that this this world is not it, you know. And yeah.
1: um I think it was John Wesley's wife. I don't know. I can't remember. Her name was Sarah. I, I just remember it yep. was one of the founding, like one of those like founders of our faith kind of yeah, people, yeah. you know, and um, it was a wife and she had lots and lots of kids and, but she had lost several children mm-hmm. just because of the time period they lived in. And, you know, the nature of being alive in that time, the mortality rate of children was very, very high. And um, I was reading something she wrote, this was years ago, and she, she was talking about how like the loss of her children and how she, she said, I don't care what happens in my life. Everything that comes my way, I am going to say it is well with my soul yeah. because I trust in the God that is the creator of the universe. Yeah. And she, she just said, I have a peace. Because I know that no matter what happens, he is in control. Yeah, And that was something that I, it struck me in the moment because I was just starting to have kids and I was like, I don't know if I could handle that. Mm-hmm. And God was like, well, that's, that's the piece I want to give you. Yeah, And it was, it was crazy because the funeral I did today, the girl lost her mom and she, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking when you lose your mom, yeah. especially as, as a as a woman, you know, like you want your mom there for all of those moments, you know. Mm -hmm. But she said the day that her mother passed away, God gave her this peace the morning. She wasn't even there. And she God just gave her a peace in that morning that watching the sunrise, she was like, this would be an amazing time for my mother to go. Mm. And then a few minutes later, she got that call that said, hey, mom passed and she felt a peace and she said when she walked into the house with her siblings that she was she was actually like she had this joy that she couldn't even explain Mm -hmm. because she knew that although she was sad that her mom wasn't here anymore that peace carried her into joy over that
0: yeah and and I've I've heard so many of those stories, and and as many as of those as I've heard of, I see and I hear from people who who aren't there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, um, the chaos is still just thriving, and, and mm-hmm. the unrest in their own spirit. Yeah. You know, um, is is still just wild, and um, I th- I think it. It takes just a heart to keep you know, a heart to keep pursuing um God and reminding ourselves and and um, not becoming embittered um by the things we see. And I think ultimately what trust boils down to is, you know, with, with God is do I trust him just when the outcomes are what I want? Yeah. Or do I trust him when the outcomes are not what I want? Yeah. You know, we can talk about that in, um, in death, in loss. We can talk about it with elections. Yes. You know, okay, I trust God, but as soon as this doesn't work out the way I want it to. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I trust you, God, but what's up with this? Now I, now I got to go take care of this myself or something. You know what I mean? We've yeah. got to take matters into our own hands. Like, no, no, we can we can trust him, Period. You know, mm-hmm. regardless of the outcome. And I think that's what sets up a lot of, um, our own internal. I know for me, it, my own, um, kind of rocky waters of my own spirit is, when things are out of my control and you know isn't that yeah
1: isn't that the thing that's typically steals our peace Mm -hmm. is that desire for control Yep, that's something that every Mm -hmm. human being has i haven't met a single person yet that doesn't desire control over something yeah at least
0: our life and our circumstance and those things that are right around us Yeah. yeah
1: i mean even my husband who i would say is probably the least controlling person i know he still has his things where oh, yeah. he's like, "Oh, I've, I've got to. I, I want to do this the way I want to do it. I want this to be the way I want it to be." Yeah, and, and it's and yeah. that is the thing that that it rejects peace.
0: It, yeah, because it, it's that little god inside of us yes. that wants to have control. It's it's our flesh. Mm-hmm. It's our flesh. I mean, that's that that's what the enemy would love for us to just lean into is just trying to control everything ourselves. Because um, the more we do that, we're not releasing control to God where we can trust Him and mm-hmm. follow the plan He has for our lives and, and watch the incredible you know, journey that He takes us on and, and how we get to witness His grace and faithfulness through all the highs and a lot of the lows. You right. know, Really, all the lows we get to experience, you know, uh, the depth of, of His love and faithfulness.
1: Right. So what are some practical ways that you usher in peace into your life that you will, you allow, you basically take yourself off of the throne Mm -hmm. and you let God, you know?
0: Yeah. I, you know, um, I've had many, many times where it feels like it's out of control, you know, where I, my own spirit feels out of control. You know what I mean? It feels like it's my heart. That's, that's in the middle of the storm. Even if my world is not, Yes. You know, um, or maybe it's the outside world that's kind of moved in there for someone else. But for me, oftentimes my world's fine, but in here it's, I'm on Rocky waters. Mm -hmm. And that's really when I, I get to a place which I, I I cry out to God. I mean, I remember, I remember I was 18 or 19 years old, I guess, 19 years old, end of my freshman year, somewhere in my freshman year. It's been a long time ago. (laughs) Um, and I'd gone to school for music business. I'd, you know, gone a long way away. That'd been a dream of mine for a long time. Um, thought that's, I re- I really knew that God called me to ministry. He had, he had spoken <laughs> that, but I was really just pursuing my own vain pursuit. Yep. Um, and I felt like I felt complete uneasiness, no peace around my major of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt it was changing, but I had no plan. I now looking back, I I can say, oh, I was running from the call on my life. Right then, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that's and that's not a good feeling when you've moved nine hours away and you're at a private school. And yeah, you're <laughs> here spending you lots are, of money to. Yeah, it's not a good feeling. And and many people probably listening have been here in your adult yep. life. You're like. <laughs> I've done this. I've made this decision and now I I was wrong or I I was – something's off and I I can't figure it out. And I just remember going home to my little um, bedroom apartment (laughs) um, in the dorm and just putting my face in this nasty Goodwill couch we had. It was nasty. It was so (laughs) gross. And I lit like the $1 store candle we had – there, just like set <laughs> set some kind of mood that something that would bring peace. I didn't turn the lights on. Um, just lit the one dollar store candle, and just put my face in that couch. And I just, I, I couldn't get out any other prayer except God. I need your peace. Like I literally could not get out yes. another prayer. I need your peace. And it was just like a rushing wind. I mean, it really was. And I, I just got the chills just thinking about it right mm-hmm. now. It was just. A rushing wind because of just the simple request yep. that I I wasn't looking for answers. I I wasn't looking for my next steps. I didn't ask him for anything else. Yeah, I just asked him for his peace. I just asked him for his peace, and and the promise that we need to remember is that God has given us the gift of the Holy Spirit to to come alongside us to be a comforter. The Holy Spirit yep. does a lot in our life. One of those things is to comfort us, and, yes. and I believe that that's an outpouring of in those moments of where where God's Spirit meets us in our emotions that are a wreck, right? Our heart that's not settled, yeah, <laughs> where we don't have that peace, and He shows up, and so. Um, so that's one practical way I did it: is to bury my face in a couch and turn on <laughs> and put on a put on a, a a candle, you know, and and just say that simple prayer, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. when it's just me. Um, other times it, it's it's gone differently. I, I've it's been through a friend in which I said, "Hey, man, I'm just a mess." Just mm-hmm. somebody encouraged me, you know, and yeah. I'm just honest with that, you know. Um, other times it's stepping into a room and just me and Jesus and just worshiping my heart out and just reminding myself of his faithfulness. Um, you know, and other times I throw pity parties and just hope it ends (laughs) and that's never worked. No, (laughs) That's never worked. It's not a very effective (laughs) option. It's never worked. But how many of us have tried that option? (laughs) Oh,
1: I have many, many times. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, I mean, I could say all kinds of things about stress relief and we right. talked about some of that stuff on, on previous podcasts, but that's, uh, to me that that's not peace that those things help, um, with stress relief and things like that. Right. But when I, if I want real peace, I need to go to the real source and yes. not try to bypass it and all these human, yeah, you know things that I can touch and make me feel better for a moment, but they don't really deal with my mm-hmm. spiritual need, which is to get me off the throne and put Jesus back on it and yeah. to put myself at his feet.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think for me, the, the one of the biggest ways is prayer. Absolutely. Like getting into prayer, just asking God to just show up, just like you were talking about, like show up. I need you because mm-hmm you cannot create peace in yourself. No, That's it. That's not something we can do. And, mm-hmm. um, getting into the manifested manifested presence of God, you know, like it, he is always with us. He says that all the time, you know, he'll never leave us or forsake <laughs> us. He's always there, but there is, there is an extra anointing that comes when we ask for it. Mm-hmm. You know, God isn't, he's not unkind. He wants us to, to ask for these things he wants us to actually long for these things that yeah. we would be in his in that tangible presence yeah. you know and there's a peace that comes in that yeah that's uh, that's why i love worship yeah you know? corporate worship when we're all together and we're just getting in the presence of god together that you know where he says "Where are two or more gathered there i am in the midst you know he's not just in us, but then he's around us, and he's he's you know coming around us and being just being around friends, yeah you know helps bring peace that I can be like just like you were saying, you know like hey i'm life is sucking right now mm-hmm. <laughs> and i need i need to i need peace in that and
0: yeah, and
1: yeah. I guess the other way that I would is uh through just getting into scripture because you know those times when I'm struggling it the hiding the word in my heart is what brings me peace because when i'm questioning whether or not god's going to do something or whether or not i'm doing the right thing or all of these questions that come that stir anxiety and stress and all of those things he'll just bring a word Mm -hmm. he'll say turn to this spot or he'll you know or he'll just stir up a verse that yeah. It's just hidden in there. Yeah.
0: Speaking of stirring up verses, um, you saw me over here just like <laughs> yep. pull, pulling up a verse. Um God I just started thinking about first Kings. Mm-hmm. Um and First Kings is um the prophet Elijah running from Jezebel for yep. his life, and he's exhausted. And um verse four says, But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked that he might die. Yep. You know, saying it's enough, Lord, like take away my life. I'm no better than my father's. And he lay down and he slept under a broom tree. He slept like sometime to get peace. We just need to get some sleep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like he cried out like, and then it, it, there's just exhaustion that we can have over, over things. and, And just to, to really sleep and and God wakes him up, you know, an angel arise and eat. And he looked and behold, there was a head kick, you know, anyway, it goes on. And the Lord came to him a second time and said, you know, arise and eat that for the journey is too great for you. The journey is too great for you. And I think that's probably what I'd remind somebody today when there's like unrest, when there's unsettledness, like know that God wants you to come out of this different than what you're feeling right now. Yes. God wants to change your perspective so that you have a greater perspective on him and you're more open to what he has for you in the future. Yes. Um because what he has for you is bigger than what you think it is. Like yes. it's too great for you. And he arose and ate and drank and he went in the strength uh, of that food 40 days and 40 nights to to Horeb. Um so he slept and he ate good, right? <laughs> I mean, now if we want to get real practical, uh there might be something to those things. Yeah. Absolutely. Cuz usually when there's we do the opposite of those things. We don't sleep and we don't eat well. Yep. Right? And studies show those things work together. So anyway, um I'll just skip down, right? Um the Lord came to him, "What are you doing here? He's hiding in a cave." Um, at this point, what are you doing? He said, I've been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, yada, yada, sorry, not yada, yada to the scripture, but I'm trying to get down (laughs) to, and they seek my life. He, they want to kill me. And God said, go out and stand on the Mount before the Lord and behold, the Lord passed by and great strong wind tore the mountains and broken pieces, um, the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, uh, the sound of a low whisper. Um, and when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Um, really that, that, that silence or that, that whisper, it's really silence.
1: Mm.
0: One practical way is. Yeah to just get silent with God. It's not, it's not insane words. No. You know? I, I prayed that one phrase, you know, God, I need your peace. And then I didn't say a word, you know, not that that's like a magical formula. No. Phrase. But, but I think what this is, is showing us is um, that peace when we're in the middle of chaos, feel like we're fighting for our own, life so to speak as he was in this moment um it's just being silent god god will show up when we get quiet (laughs) sometimes you know and we're just uh, we'll be silent before him and then we can get, get on to um the call he has on our life
1: yes i think that's something um something that we need as people is to recognize that silence is a good thing yeah it is a necessity. It's actually a spiritual discipline mm-hmm. to, to f- be in silence. I am, I am one of those people that has a hard time with silence <laughs> because my mind always is constantly going. My husband will tell me all the time, like, just, just go to sleep. Just lay down, close your eyes and turn your brain off. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> my brain no. does not turn off. I don't know what that's like. And God has had to teach me. To be silent, yeah. to sit and to, when the thoughts come in, to cast them off. Yeah. Because it is a practice. It's be not silent something. before the
0: Lord and tremble.
1: Yes. I think something that's really cool in the passage that you were talking about is that Elijah asked for death, mm-hmm. but he never actually died. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. like that God would allow the chaos to surround him for him. I mean, a lot of his life was spent in turmoil, Yeah, but Elijah was given peace, Yeah, you know, and it wasn't in, it wasn't in the wind. It wasn't in the fire, but it was in the silence, Mm -hmm. you know, God saying that the chaos that is surrounding you, the chaos that is happening, it's, that's not where you're going to find God. Mm -hmm. You're going to find him in the still small voice that when he speaks to you, you're not going, it's not going to be a, booming, loud thing. He's going to speak to you in the stillness, mm-hmm. but you have to be still yeah. in order to get there. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, and that's tough for us in this generation. It is. I mean, with 24 seven, everything like mm-hmm. access to everything. It's, um, sports, you know, news cycles, Twitter, uh, you know, the social media, you know, everything, the games, yeah. you know, everything is just dominating for our mm-hmm. attention. And so there's just a lot of visual and audible noise. And so silence is like, I think for most people that they have trouble, there's no discipline for silence here. Yep. And so the only way they know how to do that is to like literally get out of town. Like they just like, I gotta get out of town. Yep. Cause the only time that silence will happen is when they're on like a long road trip or something. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? We or, just, or just, we going, just yeah. went
1: camping or yeah. well glamping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there was, no internet and they they had TVs in there, but we, we didn't really turn it on, yeah. but it God was just like, I was driving down a country road because uh-huh. I had to run to the store. Cause of course, you know, yeah, yeah. we always forget something. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> and so I was driving down this country road <clears throat> and I grew up in um, Florida, but my grandparents are from Mississippi, like right on the border of Alabama. And so we were always going there for the summer and so I was driving down this road and I was like, God, this reminds me of being a kid where we would go out and we would just run around in fields and, you know, like play mm-hmm. on the farm and yeah. enjoy it, you know. And God was like, the country is where I give you rest. Mm-hmm. He's like, because it is, it is simple. It is, mm-hmm. it is silent. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how, yeah. how much that I needed that, Yeah, you know, and so we're walking out and we're just just in, in enjoying nature and enjoying what god created and it's it it really is peace mm-hmm. you know yeah. because he brings us peace in in those still small moments
0: yeah for sure i'm getting excited about thanksgiving cuz i'm going out to the middle country <laughs> yes <laughs> cuz i'm a city boy but um but uh, I, I need I need that quiet. I need that silence, yes. that escape. So looking yes. forward to that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So,
1: and that's something like Kenny. Kenny's biggest thing is he he hears from God most when he's on a trail yeah. in the middle of the forest. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he he wants to be in nature yeah. more than I want to be in nature yeah. because I am yeah. a city girl. Like yeah. I, I I love air conditioning. I love you know yeah. all of the amenities of the world. Yeah. But I. I need those times yeah. where he drags me to the middle of the woods, and I'm yeah. like, like fine, I'll go with you. And I always love it. Yeah. Am thankful for it yeah. in the end. Yeah, you know, for sure. So I think God's trying to drag some people out into into silence. You yeah. Know? So and find
0: it. That's a that's a takeaway for us. Find some find yes. some silence. And if you're in that place, you know, just know you've got some people you know, here that would love to be an encouragement See, in any way um, we can, you can always email Jackie, reach out to myself if there's any way we can serve you. And yeah, excited uh for, I've, I've heard actually just in the past few days, like just a number of people just talking to me about this podcast and like, you know, enjoying it and was listening to it. I knew what you were going to preach on this week. Cause this <laughs> happened. And, got the spoilers um, yeah it, it's, it's been good so uh continue to help us grow this podcast by just like subscribing and share i don't even know how they like is liking a podcast even a thing i don't know i, I think it's no a youtube idea. thing i think
1: that's a youtube thing yeah um, but i just mean, subscribe and share yeah i was about to say subscribe and share follow so there you, you can follow on spotify apple playlist and apple playlist is that how it- i don't even know I'm terrible at this, <laughs> obviously, but you can follow on Spotify and it will give you notifications to see the new ones yeah. that pop up and
0: awesome. Yeah, and awesome. Android as well. So cool. cool. So
1: we love you guys. We are so thankful that you are joining us in this podcast and if you have been a faithful listener we're so excited that you are hanging with us because we really do love what we do um and if this is your first time we're so thankful that you have been that you have joined us and um we hope that this has been helpful we love you guys and we will not see you next week but we will talk to you next week (laughs) awesome all right bye